Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. It's time for From the Short Grass with Trey Schaap, a golf podcast for those who love golf, struggle with golf, and just like to enjoy the outdoors and fellowship with friends, all while chasing a ball around trying to put it in a four and a quarter inch diameter hole. From the Short Grass is brought to you by Blackman Auctions. For over 80 years, better auctions have always been Blackman Auctions. By MinnowsPlus.com. From baits to waiters, if it helps you catch a fish, they have it. And now, from the Short Grass, here is your host, Trey Shap. Welcome to another edition of From the Short Grass. I am your host, Trey Shap. Back on episode 15 of From the Short Grass, I interviewed Arkansas women's golf coach, Shauna Taylor. As of this episode's recording, Shauna and the Arkansas Razorbacks are the number one ranked team in the country in the latest Golf Week rankings. And they have the number one women's collegiate golfer in the country as well in Brooke Matthews. There's a long way to go before May in the NCAA championships, but not too bad right now. The Hogs will be back on the course at the Blessings Collegiate, followed by the Jackson T. Stevens Cup. Both of those tournaments will be played inside the state of Arkansas at the Blessings and the Elotion Club. Don't forget the Ryder Cup at Whistling Straits between Team Europe and the USA. You can watch on NBC, Golf Channel, and Peacock. The United States has won the Ryder Cup 26 times, while Europe has won it 14. In 2023, the Ryder Cup will be played at Marco Simone Golf and Country Club in Rome, Italy. In 2005, the matches will be back in the States in Farmingdale, New York, at Bethpage State Park, the Black Course. And in 2027, Adair Manor in County Limerick, Ireland will host. I will have a full recap of the Ryder Cup matches on our next episode of From the Short Grass. Don't forget to go online and check out minnowsplus.com for all of your outdoor needs. Minnows Plus carries a full line of frog togs outerwear, and you can shop from the comfort of your home or office at minnowsplus.com. Coming up after the break, I sit down with Hot Springs Country Club General Manager and PGA Professional Barry Howard. This is Thomas Blackman of Blackman Auctions. Trey asked me to sponsor a show for another few months. Even though I don't like golf, I do like his show. I have no idea how he gets the awesome variety of guests on his show, but it is entertaining and informative even for a horrible golfer like myself. I'm learning a lot about the game and about the passion for playing. So much so, I've started using my country club for more than Sunday brunch. Trey makes golf interesting. I make auctions interesting. For auctions, listen to me. For golf, listen to Trey. Since 1938, better auctions are Blackman Auctions. Minnows Plus is your local source for live bait and live well supplies. They carry the entire line of SureLife products, everything from better bait and finer shiner to no ammonia products to keep your bait and your catch thriving till you get back to the dock. They are the best source for all your private land ponds. Minnows Plus has fish food and pond fertilizer to keep your pond healthy and thriving all year long. If you own or run a bait and tackle shop and need to resupply, contact Minnows Plus and ask about their wholesale prices. Open to the public and walk-ins are welcome. Find them on the web at minnowsplus.com. 
Welcome back to this edition of From the Short Grass. I went down to Hot Springs Country Club and sat down to talk with general manager and PGA of America professional Barry Howard. Barry is a member of the Arkansas State Golf Association Hall of Fame and currently sits on the executive committee of the Arkansas State Golf Association. He's a great guy, and I hope you enjoy this interview. On the tee, Barry Howard. Barry Howard, thanks for joining me on From the Short Grass. You are the general manager here at Hot Springs Country Club, but you started out as the head golf professional at Hot Springs Country Club. But when did you first start playing golf? Oh, my. I started about, let's see, I was eight years old, so about 1970. So kind of started a long time ago. Uh, back at Long Hills in Benton. Big junior golf program there, and uh, very fortunate to grow up there because actually Mr. Martin, who owned the course, allowed us to join the course for $1. Really? For $1. You don't see that nowadays. No, no. But we could only play during the week, and you had to pay 40 cents to play nine holes and 75 cents for 18 holes, or all day. They'd let you play all day if you paid 75 cents. So that was kind of my babysitting service for my mom. She was a single mom and, and uh, went to work every day. So she'd drop me off during the summer. And during the week, I played golf as much as I could. And that's really got, what got me started. Long Hills, it was interesting. It was, it was different. It was flat. <laughs> it was an easy walk. It was an easy walk. It was an easy walk. We, we had, I mean, that was part of it, too. You know, I carried my bag, played 36 holes, walked. It really wasn't that difficult. You know? When did you really fall in love with the game? I mean, probably the first time I played. I mean, it just, I guess I had a knack that uh, could hit the ball, and it was fun, and just enjoyed the, I, I guess, the, the difficulty of it, maybe, because it was something that didn't come easy. I mean, it was easy, but it wasn't easy to get to par or whatever you wanted to get to, so it was a challenge, and I always like challenges. I mean, if somebody tells you, I can't, you can't do that, I'm going to prove them wrong, and I'm going to do it. I mean, so that's kind of how I, I think golf is. PGA Pro, mm-hmm. Jeff Ham. Yes. What does he mean to Barry Howard? <laughs> you know, not really having a dad growing up. You're going to get me a little emotional here. Um, you know, you're very fortunate to get people in your life that are good father figures. And that was kind of what he was to me. Uh, because, you know, I didn't have a, a dad really going to anything. And so I was at the golf course all the time, and, and he was there all the time as well. So I just hung out with him in the pro shop when I wasn't practicing or, or chipping and putting and doing whatever I did and and just became a bond there that we had to this day. I mean, he still comes out and does a starting for me in my college tournaments and my individual tournaments we have here. And it's just a great relationship we've had for, gosh, 45 years. <laughs> I remember seeing him this this past June mm-hmm. here at your amateur tournament. Coat and everything. I mean, it's 95 degrees with a heat index of 103, and he's out there in his green jacket with his PGA emblem on the chest of it and everything, and he starts you off just like he's doing it at a PGA championship. And he's done it at a PGA championship. He's done it at a Ryder Cup. I mean, he's he's been in that role, and he just loves the PGA, he loves golf, and that's just him. He's old school. He taught me a lot about you know that. I, I'm a little less old school than he is, but uh, 
um you know obviously me wearing shorts today he probably wouldn't like that but, uh, <laughs> you but, make the rules you're the general manager that's now. right so uh but that but yeah i mean he's old school and and he he loves doing that there's some old guys especially in the in the tournament you're talking about like sam McAllister, even john may some of the guys i i, I played with when i was 14 15 at long hills i mean and i see those guys today it's pretty pretty fun being a member of the PGA South Central section, which is what you are, what has it afforded you? Oh, gosh. You know, I, I, I wouldn't be here today. Uh, I know when they hired me. Uh, being a PGA golf pro is a big part of that. The South Central section uh, has, has been the, you know, the only section I've been in, obviously, being in Arkansas uh, and growing up here. Actually, I won the South Central section PGA Junior Championship when I was 16. I mean, so... That probably helped me being a PGA Golf Pro because it just meant a lot to me to do that. And there was a guy named Hugh Edgman. Uh, there was a pro at Oklahoma City Golf and Country Club that we had a junior am before the tournament, and I played with him. And he called me after I won that tournament. And just him doing that uh, really meant a lot to me. And I guess the South Central section has, has kind of made me what I am. So. Well, uh, you're highly respected throughout <laughs> the state. I know that. You are on the executive committee of the Arkansas State Golf Association now. Yes, sir, I'm secretary. Secretary of it, in line for the presidency at some point of the ASGA. Yes, sir. You would be the first PGA professional to become president. That has to mean something to you it's if that special. happens. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's very special. Uh, you know, whenever uh, Dennis Young, who actually took me to the Insurance Youth Golf Classic many years ago, 1979, I think, is when From he took Texarkana, me. Arkansas, From Texarkana, Arkansas, member of Texarkana Country Club. He was the person of the Insurance Youth Golf Classic back in that day, and I happened to qualify, and he was the one that took me up to Yale Country Club in, in New Haven. And he was the president, I think, of the ASJ, and they wanted to get a PJ Golf Pro on the board. And I guess back in the day, um, we hit it off, and that's kind of how it started. And so... Just to have the respect of, of those people, it means a lot. It really means a lot uh, to be that person. To see the change in the golf industry like you have from when you started at a young age and being in the pro shop with Jeff Ham at Long Hills Golf Course there in Benton to now where you are, what gave golf that shot in the arm, that adrenaline that it needed in your mind? You know, it was, uh, you know, it was 20 years ago, Tiger Woods. I mean, he was he was really the, the person that, that really gave it the shot in the arm, you know. And then COVID really has done amazing stuff for golf. Uh, unbelievable. I hate what it's done for other people in the country, you know. It's, it's really affected people's lives. And, and But for golf, it really, people got outside, played golf, and started playing again. I mean, it's been amazing what, what that's done, you know. Hot Springs Country Club host a lot of events a lot of tournaments why well i have a great board we're very fortunate to have 36 holes Mm -hmm. so i just have always wanted to promote golf and and that's my board has always allowed me to do that and i've gone out and fortunate enough in some of the things that i've done that i've met a lot of people and we've always been open the the rule is if i have one course open for the members and we can do whatever we want on the other course And, and they've always done that and and I've just pushed to get as many tournaments as we have. I've got that great relationship with the ASGA. We, we do the U.S. Open qualifying here for many years, and we, we love doing that. My superintendent does a wonderful job, and the golf courses are almost tournament shape every day. I mean, really, if somebody called and said, hey, we're 
struggling with something happen at, at a tournament can you host this tournament we, we've done that before um, and you but, did that last year with the state am when COVID hit absolutely we did and and it, that's just how my board is my superintendent's great trey rutledge does a wonderful job with the golf courses he's been here 25 years which is pretty amazing it's pretty amazing what we have here and, and very very lucky to be at hot springs and hot springs country club gulf south conference henderson state comes up here and plays regularly you mentioned it the u.s open qualifying you have a designated on the arkansas state golf association calendar schedule and then in October, you host the Randy Beaver Cup matches between the amateurs and the PGA pros. Right. What's that record, by the way? Uh, we do a great job teaching amateurs how to play golf. <laughs> That's a good answer. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't expect you to go that way with it, but that's a great answer. I think I could give you the record. I don't know. How good, how good a teacher are we? <laughs> Pretty good. There you go. Absolutely. <laughs> One guy that was a good teacher and that you brought up here from El Dorado was Tim Zimmerab. Oh. And I know that relationship that you two guys had was something special. Yes. When he passed unexpectedly, boy, that left a hole in Hot Springs Country Club, the South Central section of the PGA, and the entire state of Arkansas. Absolutely. Uh, Tim, a very special man. Uh, we actually have a, a plaque down on the driving range uh, just remember, in remembrance of him. His son, Scott, comes you know, quite often to play. It's great to see him. Uh, but, yeah, Tim, it was a, a huge loss for our section you know, and, and, our, and our state, you know, along with Randy Beaver and John Ziske. I mean, we lost three great golf professionals uh, in a short time there. It was way too young to lose. And it, it really – because they were three of my best friends. I mean, we were, we were together all the time. I mean, so at, at all our events, and, and it just really, uh, yeah, it's, it's a great loss for Arkansas. That relationship that you have with the head pro here, you kind of oversee, but the big events, you help manage and run those events. Yeah, uh, you know, growing up, I mean, being a head pro before I became general manager as well, um, I saw how difficult it was to try to manage tournaments, to run tournaments, and to give golf lessons and do all that stuff. So when when I hired the head pro, and, and you know Philip does a wonderful job with with running the tournaments and doing doing those those things for us. And but I saw how difficult it was to try to do all of them. So I kind of kept the planning and the running of the tournaments, the scheduling of the tournaments more on my part and my plate to keep him off the phone uh, to try to keep him because i'm on the phone constantly it's unbelievable uh the times i'm on the phone trying to schedule all these tournaments and talking to people and getting it done but it's something i love to do so i don't have any problem with it but it it frees them up for time to teach and to be with the members and do whatever they can to to help the facility uh so that that's kind of what i did and, and i've been fortunate to have some great golf pros you know when i when I became general manager, I had a person in my back pocket the whole time uh, when I was there interviewing, and I, I kind of knew what was going on. And, you know, to be able to get Jack O'Keefe in here first whenever I became general manager, have him as my head pro, that was a pretty special time. And then to replace him with Tim and then now with Philip, is, is, uh, it's been really good. Three pretty good players right there, too. Yeah, they were. <laughs> so. I do know my record against one of them in the cup matches, though. Uh-huh. I'm sure you probably do, but he's obviously a good teacher, too. <laughs> he was a good teacher. He was a great teacher. So, When you look back at your career in golf, what sticks out? 
give it opportunities for kids. Like your son? Yeah. And that's all I wanted to do. Cameron McRae, I think of him. Yeah. Who is an outstanding player for down here. Seth Garner, who's now an assistant at Country Club of Little Rock with Daryl Shelton. Yes. Great person. Oh, unbelievable yes. person. Yes. You are about to become on the executive committee of the PGA yes. of America. Yeah, I'm in my shadow year of becoming a district director of District 7 for the PGA. And so what all does that entail? <laughs> uh, meetings every month, uh, being on committees. Uh, I'm on the National PGA Junior League Committee. I'm also on the Innovation Committee, which I asked them what that was, and they said, you innovate. So, but uh, I've got a meeting there next month. I actually have a meeting here in about 20 minutes from the PGA Junior League. But a lot of meetings, uh, we meet once a month also just for as a board. Um, and you just run the business of the PGA. I mean, and, and a couple of the biggest things of the PGA's business is the PGA Championship, PGA Senior Championship, the KPMG LPGA Championship. So, and the Ryder Cup. And the Ryder Cup, yes. The Ryder That's Cup. a pretty big it's one. It's a pretty big one. That's uh, a pretty big one. This so. year it's going to be up in uh, Kohler. Kohler, Wisconsin uh-huh. at uh, Whistling Straits. And mm-hmm. the next year it's going to be in Italy. Yeah, two years. It's two years. Year. In two years it'll be in Italy. So um, pretty fortunate. You know, one of the things that we get to do as a board member, it's kind of a, a perk, I, I guess you could say, is we get to announce on the first tee of, of, of those championships of, of, of the names of the players. It's kind of a big deal. Uh, hadn't done it yet. Obviously, I'm in my shadow year and just watching the, some of my peers and my friends now uh, be able to do that. And, and we're on a group text and just just reading some of those texts and seeing how people react. It's, it's pretty fun, you know, and so it's it's a special thing, very special. Next year, the PGA Championship in May is going to be close to home yes. over in Tulsa, Oklahoma at Southern Hills. A great golf course, by the way. Have you looked at uh, some of those that are already qualified, and have you been working on the names <laughs> of the potential players you might have to announce? Well, hopefully they'll give me some of the, some of the easier names. But uh, they they will. From what I understand, they send you a list of of your grouping that you're going to have beforehand because they don't know know who you're going to get, and they'll they'll put the pronunciations and spelling for you and, and hopefully i'll have an earpiece and they can help me along the way but, or you go up to the player and say how would you like me to pronounce your name i, I could do that i mean <laughs> other than butcher it like i probably will but uh so it, it i look forward to it i know i have have had some members say that they're going to be up there as well so it'll be a kind of a special time speaking of the membership you talked about a little bit earlier the fact that the board allows you the time to host tournaments here when you deem necessary but the fact that they allow you to be on these boards and these committees, that takes a lot of time as well. It does take a lot of time, and I've gone to the board every time and, and, and explained to them what I've got. But, you know, they're pretty proud, I think, of, of, of what I've accomplished. To be on these th- these boards and, and stuff, it's, it's a vote of your peers. I mean, so it's pretty special to be, you know, when I was elected to the district directorship from our section, just how surreal it was that, that your peers – thought that highly of you you know so it means a lot and then the board is is uh as you are asking you know and and our owners uh, uh the scott family just uh you know i explained to them what it was and they understand a lot of that a lot of our tournaments that we get like the ncaa division two super regional we're having this next year of the women we had one a couple of years ago the men i mean just some of those events we get have come from some of those relationships that i've had with with these other people and you know they're they're pretty proud of some of the things I've accomplished, 
but they also understand that it doesn't just help keep or put Hot Springs Country Club on the map. It's the city of Hot Springs and the money that it brings in when you have tournaments like that here because those NCAA Division II teams are going to have to stay somewhere. Absolutely. I mean, we 100%, you're, you're exactly right. I mean, the A&P of Hot Springs, I hope, hope they're happy with some of the events that we have because we've had a lot of events in the last few years and, and, and we'll have more to continue, I mean, because it's, it's, it's really a special place. Okay, a couple of quick questions here. What uh, favorite golf course you've ever played besides one? Besides here? Besides the Arlington Golf Course and the Park Golf Course? Yeah. Oh, gosh. And but take Long Hills out. You talking about in the state or just anywhere? Anywhere. Because you've played a lot of them. I have been very fortunate to play a lot of golf courses. The old course, St. Andrews. What about it? Just the history. I couldn't hardly bring it back on the first tee. <laughs> really? <laughs> Absolutely. Just because of everything that, you know, I'm kind of an emotional person, as you can tell. And uh, just thinking about everything that happened. Who all has played there? There's just the history of golf, you know. Very special. So that's probably it. Did it rain on you that day? Not a bit. It was in a drought. It was in July, and they were having so it a was drought. brown as all could go. Oh, it was brown as out. it could be. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, not that I'm bragging or anything. I'm, I'm not. Did you shoot? I, well, I shot 76, I think, was the best around the shop but i drove nine and ten back back to back which was pretty but it was so dry i mean you could hit it forever even back in 1980 something with a blotter ball and yeah wooden clubs or whatever i had i don't remember but how many bunkers were you in ah uh, there was a lot of them <laughs> uh, it was pretty amazing i did have one guy that they paired us with one time and and on number one we told him the greens were really fast because they were at that time probably the fastest greens i ever played being in that drought probably affected that a lot too but the pin was cut up by that uh, the berm right there on the, the front there, and uh, we told him, man, they're really fast, and he putted it right off into the creek. <laughs> and, oh, no. and like three holes later on the double greens, he was on the far left side on like one of the other holes and putted it, and it was like a 150-yard putt and made it. So, no <laughs> way. Guy, so it was pretty funny. Wow. One of those things you remember, you know, from, from wow. playing there. What's in your bag? Oh, gosh. In my in my bag? Um Pretty much all ping. Everything's ping. Uh, you know, I grew up playing Wilson Staffs. Uh, then I had a really good relationship with ping. Brad Whiter, ping sales rep, is who it was before. He's, he's obviously now at the Foot Joy. But, and that relationship uh, put pings in my golf bag. So it's just everything's ping. I've still got the eye iron. Okay. Uh, I had 59s and then uh, 57s, whatever they were, and then I uh, went to the eye the irons and they're six eight years old just don't know like the way they feel the new ones the two tens two hundreds i don't know just didn't feel the same i understand that all right i'm probably going to get into your emotions again here Uh oh when it's all said and done what will you remember most about your career history and the game of golf yeah you did get into my emotions there (laughs) um I guess the biggest thing would be that I remember most. Yeah, it's not really a, a remember most to me. It's, I hope I've touched somebody's life the way Hugh Edgman touched my life, the way Jeff Hamm touched my life. That's really the only reason I go to work, just to touch lives. That's really it. 
Sorry. I'm no, no. <laughs> I, I, I get it. I mean, I've got tears in my eyes, too, because I know how important it is to you. Yes, it is. I said last question, but being a member of the Arkansas State Golf Association Hall of Fame, <sighs> here's another one to get into your feels. Yeah. How does that feel, though? Uh, never dreamed growing up at Long Hills, all this would happen to me. I just go to work, you know, I do what I do. <laughs> so it's just special. I mean, to, to be able to, to be there with your family, that's the biggest part of it. You know, it's, it's great to be honored by your peers and be honored by the SGA and, and everybody and just have the respect of everybody. That's, that's it's unreal. I have really no words to describe it. It's just special. This is Thomas Blackman of Blackman Auctions. Trey asked me to sponsor a show for another few months. Even though I don't like golf, I do like his show. I have no idea how he gets the awesome variety of guests on his show, but it is entertaining and informative even for a horrible golfer like myself. I'm learning a lot about the game and about the passion for playing. So much so, I've started using my country club for more than Sunday brunch. Trey makes golf interesting. I make auctions interesting. For auctions, listen to me. For golf, listen to Trey. Since 1938, better auctions are Blackman Auctions. Minnows Plus is your local source for live bait and live well supplies. They carry the entire line of SureLife products, everything from better bait and finer shiner to no ammonia products to keep your bait and your catch thriving till you get back to the dock. They are the best source for all your private land ponds. Minnows Plus has fish food and pond fertilizer to keep your pond healthy and thriving all year long. If you own or run a bait and tackle shop and need to resupply, contact Minnows Plus and ask about their wholesale prices. Open to the public and walk-ins are welcome. Find them on the web at minnowsplus.com. Put this on your calendar. On November 3rd and 4th, Blackman Auctions will be having the Arkansas Department of Transportation Truck and Equipment Auction. It will be at 425 Blackman Road in Lone Oak. For more information, visit blackmanauctions.com. Since 1938, better auctions have always been Blackman Auctions. On the tee with our weekly rules segment, it's PGA Master Professional Adam Carney. Adam, question about match play. Player A is on the green but 60 feet from the hole. Player B is in a penalty area in water 25 feet from the hole. So who plays first here? Order of play is determined by the ball that's furthest from the hole. And as we know in match play, if you play out of turn, otherwise you're closer to the hole and you play, your opponent can cancel that stroke and cause you to replay it. So the circumstance contemplates we've got a ball that's on the green 60 feet from the hole ball that's in a penalty area that is closer we always go by the relative position of the golf balls as they lay um, to determine order of play and so the relative position of this golf ball is at the bottom of that penalty area in the water so let's assume he's not going to play it so yes under those circumstances because he is closer to the hole he would be not he would not be the person whose turn it would be to play even though he's probably going to proceed under the penalty area to drop it it may ultimately be further it's the proximity of the golf balls when they were at rest so under the circumstances yeah the person that was 60 feet from the hole would putt first and then the player would play which may be 100 yards away we consider the lie of the golf ball and whose turn it is to play without considering a player proceeding under a rule which may cause him to be further away but let's say that player A, who is on the green, really knows this rule. Player B does not. Mm-hmm. And so as player A is looking at his putt, trying to determine, okay, where am I going to hit this? He's the one that's 60 feet away. All of a sudden, he sees player B go, and he drops. And now player B is out. 
and he pulling a club, he's ready to hit. He hits, and let's say it's up there within two feet. Player A goes, wait a second, it's, it's not turn. your turn. Yeah. He goes, well, my ball's in play back here. Yeah, it's in play. It's in play once but, he put it, when he dropped it, right? But, right. But the relative position of the golf balls, you know, as they when they lay, were at rest, when they were at rest, determined that the player that was sixty feet away from the hole would be the one to play first. We see it a lot with you know lateral penalty areas where both balls enter. You may have one ball that is further into the penalty area, but actually cross the penalty area at a spot further back. So under those circumstances, you know, we're going to take. Okay, who who plays first under those circumstances? And it's it's the relative position of the golf balls. Sometimes it's hard to determine who's away. It is, it is, and it's not a huge, uh, it's not a huge issue. I don't think. I mean, we don't see it a lot. I mean, I've seen the, I've seen the rules officials pull string out of their pocket. Oh, without question. I mean, it's in it's in the, every rules officials rules bag. I mean, I have dental floss in mine uh, just to determine boundaries. I mean, I, I try. You try and determine if a ball's inbounds or out of bounds. I mean, there, there's nothing in the rules that say how thick that line must be. Some people carry string. Uh, Chip Essig, a friend of mine, is on the rules committee. Carries dental floss, and I thought, hey, yeah, that's that's a good idea. So, you know, we carry dental floss because it's about as thin as you can get. Yeah, just don't run out of it. Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, uh, some people use fishing line. To mark That's pretty thin too. Yeah, <laughs> tr- trying to mark those those spots to determine whether that ball's in or out. You can get some good fishing line at minnowsplus.com, one of our great sponsors. There you go. He's Adam Carney. I'm Trey Shap. If you have a question on the rules of golf, email us at from the shortgrass at gmail.com. I leave you with this golf quote from NFL Hall of Fame quarterback Dan Marino: "Swing hard in case you hit it." That'll do it for this edition of From the Short Grass. I hope you have a great round the next time you are on the course. And when you find your ball mark, repair it and a couple of more. And I hope to see you from the short grass. You've been listening to From the Short Grass, a weekly podcast dedicated to the game of golf. From the Short Grass is brought to you by MinnowsPlus.com and Blackman Auctions. This has been a presentation of the Buzz Radio Network.